Hey guys, welcome back to Black in the Beast. My name is Kirsten and we are here to talk about the beauties of being black and the beast we deal with daily. Today, we are going to talk about the impacts of the internet on the black community. Uh, just my opinion on it and, uh, and how I feel that we could kind of change it or utilize it differently. But thank you guys for joining and I hope you enjoy. All right. Like I said, this one's going to be on social media and the black community and just my thought process on it. And I think that there are a lot of those things that have come from social media in our community. Because now we have things like awareness, like you know that we're getting shot, you know that trafficking is happening, you know that things that are racist are still happening because of the internet. If it didn't exist, that wouldn't happen. But we also have things like black businesses that get promotion more easily or like even podcasts, they're growing quicker or just there are like certain things that naturally are like expanding because we have this resource and we can support each other just by a click sometimes. Like that's literally all we need to do is click and we got it. So it's like, when you think of that, it's like, yeah, it's been really dope because it's created a resource that's created so many resources for us. And that's amazing. But then at the same time, when you think about it, like, in my opinion, social media has also created like a hindrance for community and like for understanding and like growth. And you can tell me if you disagree, but in the black community, when you think about our history and all of the things that we've been through and all of the things that like just are like natural experiences for us. So like we'll talk about the fact that like the black father was con- extracted out of the family. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about ghettos and how they impacted us as well. Like we'll talk about, uh, you know, how we couldn't read or we couldn't write. We'll talk about like how we were forced to do things to procreate. Like we'll talk about all of those things that naturally prevented communication and understanding and then use the internet as kind of like a medicine for the hurt. So I think to an extent, all of us are aware that the inter- the internet is like a facade of happiness. Like you see all of the best moments on Instagram, unless they pertain to like things outside of your community that you don't naturally experience every day or, or racism, (laughs) like, unless they pertain to those things, like the internet is kind of like you post, you like click, click, smile, post picture, like post funny status, like post insightful thought of the day. And then like you move on, but it's all of the best things that you choose to show the world like like it's like curated specifically for the internet and like we're so comfortable with accepting that even though all of us know the underlying like truth of our experiences or frustrations like we all understand those things we all do every day and we all experience them every day we do but we won't take the time to go and see someone in our family or a friend or someone that we love that lives down the street, like five minutes away sometimes. Like we won't stop to do that. So we know our inherent pain. And this could sound so dramatic to anyone. I don't care. But like we know our inherent pain when it comes down to something as simple 
as communication and it's like easy to not think about it's like it's like the water like faucet water like we we all know something's fucked up but we like we like when we were younger we would still just drink it like we would know that like yeah i'm still thirsty or i'm thirstier and we would still drink it like because we had to and it's like now there's bottled water like now we have resources to be able to do it. Like now you can get up and go to your cousin's house and have a conversation in person. Like there don't have to be a RIP status early. You feel me? Like there are certain things about them that like you can experience today that you're not because you're comfortable with like watching them grow in your opinion or in your mind through the internet. Like they might really be going through some shit. Like, not even just your cousin, your kids, like, your children. Like I said, like, your kids, your children. Like, bruh, like, there's so many people around you, your sisters, your brothers. Like, there's so many people around you that are going through things every day, and you simply are one like in their day. And that's, like, dopamine. Like, you are one like. So you are one moment of instant gratification and then nothing else. And they're... They share the same blood as you, or they share a spiritual connection that you know is different than the average person. Like I think that that like that's something that we need to to look at and actually pay attention to. Like one thing I want to get into really quick is like the impact of like um, let's talk about Facebook because Facebook is really specific to family for some reason. Like Facebook, when you think about that like that's where you have your grandma or your great aunt or like you have your cousin that's like really into the church and things like that. it's like you don't really have them on Instagram because Instagram is where you like you go to shade room like Instagram where you go to say reckless stuff or you might post that wild night or you might post that like really poetic picture or you might post that really outspoken statement um but a lot of people it's like two different communities so I want to talk about that so when we get back from this short break here uh that's what we're going to talk about Facebook thank you hey guys once again I uh want to remind you where to go find us on social media Instagram specifically because I think that this should be a marketing tool but go ahead and find us on Instagram at black and the beast and that's going to be it. If you want to hashtag us, you can go uh, hashtag Black and the Beast Pod. I think that's a little bit easier uh, to specifically see what it is. But, yeah, go ahead and um, find us there. You'll find different, like, updates about the podcast and things of that nature. Eventually, I want to get more, like, intricate with the post. Um, so we'll see how that, like, evolves over time. But go ahead and follow us there. Thank you. You can also uh, go ahead and support the podcast through Anchor. Uh, so you can go to the Anchor website. You can donate like a dollar a month, like if you want to. You don't have to, but out of the like graciousness of your heart, if that's what you feel, uh, you could do that. And then there are other amounts. I'm not really sure what they are because I'm not trying to get y'all for your money. I just you know want a dollar. Um, but you can do that. You don't have to. Um, and then you can also like share the podcast on like your Facebooks or your Instagrams or like your other social media because I feel like other people should hear what we talking about about too or at least what you're privy to because some of y'all think this is good I feel like it I feel that I can say that in confidence so uh yeah go ahead and share it and and like let other people feel like some of this is good (laughs) thank you love y'all all right let's talk about that young Facebook thing that sounded corny but I don't care that's the theme of the show right it's not but okay but 
on a more serious note, like as I sit here and look at Facebook um, on the other tablet's computer, I'm not scrolling through it, but I'm literally looking at the icon thinking like how many of us have lost communication through Facebook and specifically through family. Like you have those homies that you wouldn't even like, think about how many people you wouldn't talk to no more that you have like little comment conversations with through Facebook, but you don't even talk to or like call or like go see the people you genuinely love. Like the genuine, the people like who that would hurt to lose. Like other people would hurt to lose, but like the people that would hurt to lose, like the the opportunities to embrace that person and to like love on that person in real life. And like all of this sounds so corny, but it's so important to human nature. That's the difference between us. We can do those things. We're animals that can hug and give kisses and like rub each other's backs and like say motivational words in person. And we do it all through the internet, like everything else that's fed to us. Like, think about how many people you ignore throughout the day. And I've said that before. But when you think about social media, it's kind of giving giving you like a reason to give people an excuse to live in whatever depression they're in. Like, think about how many people like on some real shit. It's not normal for somebody to wake up and just spend all day in the bed. We would say something. It's not normal for somebody to wake up and watch movies all day, every single day, and not put anything into anything else. It's not normal. We would say that. Like we would say something like, "Yo, you you're not doing nothing with yourself." Like, like it's not normal for people to sit up and like focus in on watching someone live their life from another room. It's not normal. But all of those things happen in conjunction with each other through social media. And it's it's negative and we don't look at it that way. Like just to think that there are kids that live in the same neighborhood as people that that don't know their face. And that person knows that child if they saw them like a mile away. They know that child like and it's only because they're comfortable with watching that child grow up through social media like. You have grandparents that have never met their grandchildren a day in their lives. And like, yeah, there are circumstances, but these people have gone on whole cruises and like, and people watch these things through social media. So there's like that underlying animosity because you know what the fuck this motherfucker is doing. You're watching them and, and yeah, people do what they want to do, but social media has put you in this position where you have to watch it or you not necessarily have to see it, but you're going to see it. Like nigga, if somebody, t- if so- excuse me. <laughs> But if somebody comment on something, it'll post, it'll pop up on your page and it's completely irrelevant to you. X, Y, and Z posted for the first time in how long. Like, I don't care. Like, those things naturally would not get to you. And and just the fact that you're, you're literally watching someone live their best life and they might be going through the worst day. All they need to do is post this one status and it passes your test for is this person okay or not? Like, what happened to looking a person in the eye? Or, like, stepping in the room and feeling their energy. Like, we don't worry about that no more. And for us as Black people, that's really important because, you know, everybody has their own spiritual connection to God. Ours has been tampered with so much that we need to find that. And I feel like a part of that is finding that through each other. Like, on some real shit. So it's, like, one of those things where, like, I genuinely feel like Facebook alone has, like, created such an element, like, of of, of 
like buffer between us and real relationship like plan some game nights and like don't post it on Facebook like send out a text message everybody pull up kick it in person like yeah you're gonna post your videos and you're gonna post your good time but at least y'all spending that time together and you're not watching these people from a distance like go on a date versus watching your your dude live from a distance like you try to figure out this is motherfuckers like liking somebody else's like pictures and comments and shit and they might be like low-key thinking about you and kicking it with you and y'all not even gonna have that conversation because you're upset that they like this post or they like the status like personally in my life I have people that haven't like seen my kid or like my son, because I have two, but I have people who haven't seen my son in months, and he's like crawling, and he got his first two teeth now, and he's trying to like do his dadas, like he's been doing his dadas, but he's doing his dadas, you feel me? And it's like, these people live so close. I'm like, yeah, I can go to them, but I, I explain circumstance. Like, I don't just like your status and move on with the day. Like, I call and check up on people. Or even if I have resources, I'll go see people. Like, I'll go and kick it with people. And, you know, not everyone has the time in the day to be able to do that. But I feel like there was something different when people would do that. Like, have you seen such and such? I ain't seen them in a minute. When was the last time you talked to Blah? Like, it wasn't, oh, this person posted on Facebook, they good. Because we all know somebody could be, like, like live on the outside but dying on the inside. And we're not even paying attention to that. And that's so important in the family. So it's like, I really want people to think about that because it's something so small. But it's something so impactful. Like, we have had so many opportunities ripped from us to give this one away to social media. It's crazy. And like I said, there are so many great things that have come from social media. But at the end of the day, like, let's compartmentalize that. Let's, like, make that, like, the meat on the plate is separate that and live life with the rest of that shit. And, yeah, we got to work on our diets. We got to work on this. We got to work on that. But it would be different. Like, having a support system is different than a group text. Like, accountability is different when you see in the person. Like work on real connection before internet connection. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's how I feel about Facebook. Um and it's like like I said, it's just crazy because so many great things have come from it. Like you really do have so many trends. And like the next thing I want to talk about, which is probably going to be like the last thing that I talk about regarding this topic, because I feel like it's it's just as important as always like the mental health aspect of it. But I want to talk about it for us. And when I say us, like I'm talking about the late 80s, 90s babies, like the ones who live in the truth of the Internet. Like we lived before when dial-up internet was a thing where you had to go outside or you had to call on the house line and like you have to say may I speak to like we lived in those days and then like now we live in this day where all you got to shoot do is shoot a person a text message and they like it and that's the end of your attempt to have a conversation so like I want to talk about that and that's what we're going to talk about next thank you all right like I said I wanted to get into the mental health impacts or what I, my opinion of the mental health impacts that social media has had on us. 
growing up in our community because like we always been close to our cousins and stuff like that. But there's so many things that have been exposed through social media that happened in our community that we haven't sat down and had the conversations about. Like when you think about like the R. Kelly stories and things like that, like we all experience those things every day. And yeah, he started those conversations, but do we still have them? Or have we moved on to the next story? I really want, like, people to sit and think about that. Because, like, think about this, right? Like, I was in the 12th grade, if I'm correct. Like, I was in the 12th grade. And, like, I was living, like, this regular-ass life. And, like, I was in ROTC. And all my friends were squares like me. And I had homies that banged. But, like, we were all, like, safe. Like, everybody was like, you know, we were worried about the things that we were worried about on some shit. And then this kid gets shot and we literally overnight are exposed to everything about this. Not saying that it was a negative thing for the community, but think about what it did to the kids. Like when Trayvon Martin got shot, when Zimmerman got away with that, like when all of that shit happened, we watched it play out and we watched different things play out on social media. Like the the hashtags of the pictures of like the body and things of that nature, like all of that, we had direct access to that. Like and then as time went on, we got access to more, and then it turned into to us watching somebody get shot by the cops, and then it turned into like us watching somebody get like dragged out of their car and like slammed on the ground, like. We knew all of this stuff happened. We all had cops, but like it started happening intimately to us at such a young age. Like think about like maybe your parents ain't protect you from that. Like maybe that's not the lifestyle you grew up in. It's, it's definitely not mine because I saw I saw those things. Like I grew up watching those things, but like as like most of us are having kids now. Like will we spoon feed that to them? Like, will we allow them to be in that world? Like, how many of y'all are going to let y'all kids, like, into this social media world at 9, 10 years old? Because that's what's happening. But, like, how many of y'all are going to, are gonna like, choose for your kid to be involved in this world at that age? Like, think about what it psychologically does to you. Like, there was a period in time where, like, you were ugly to be black on the internet. Like, there was a period in time where you needed a black space on the internet. Like, there was a period in time where, like, black Twitter, like, wasn't a thing, and we didn't run shit. Like, we weren't able to call out the racist, and we weren't able to do certain things. Like, there was a period in time where we were scared to post what we wanted to post. So, like, think about the kids who grew up in that. Like, think about the kids, like, think about the kids who are now adults that have to live with the things that they, that they saw. Like, and they still see today. There's no, like, escaping from it because it's too late. Like, once you rip the Band-Aid off, you rip the Band-Aid off, you feel me? And it's like, we're exposed to so much. And, like, even our kids are exposed to so much. And, like, when you think about, like I said, mental health aspect, like, think about, like, and I might have, like, talked about it a little earlier, but think about, like, the impacts of, like, like, the kids, like, just the kids who are watching things play out in a direction that's just not fair, like, things they shouldn't have to understand, like, you shouldn't have to watch your daddy live a happy life without you on social media, and think that he hates you your whole life, like, all of that, like, like, the Fresh Prince line hit home to a lot of people, but think about how many more people it's gonna hit home to, 
like it hurts to find out certain things when you old and when you can't like when when you ain't got time to do with that shit no more like when when you're past digesting it that's different but when you're like 12 and you're watching people live a life that you want to live and you can't comprehend why you're not living that life yet like think about the impacts that they have and that that's gonna have because social media is a standard in life today like low-key you can't log into certain shit without facebook you can't log you can't submit certain job applications without linkedin like social media has become a hindrance for human connection and it's just so crazy to me because you assume so much like you assume so much like social media is literally self-medicating from depression like and some of us get on there and we like happy and it's like the greatest day but on your worst day when you can be doing something productive nine times out of ten you're trying to figure out what's popping on instagram or what's popping on like on uh on um like snapchat or like what's popping on instagram like or facebook or whatever like you, you're trying to figure out what's popping on all of these different forms of social media like you go into the shade room and following stories that are relevant to your life and you could be doing something and so many people are like okay with ignoring you. Like how many people are not reaching out to you because of that? Like just imagine if one day you went dark and stopped posting. Just imagine if one day you went dark and you stopped posting on social media and the people who love you, like you heard from them, like when they figured it out. What if social media was the precedent for you being okay? Like, what if social media was the precedent for you living a healthy life? Like, oh, this person posted today. That's good. All right, bye. I got shit going on. Like, nah, man, if everybody, if more people, not if everybody, but if more people took time out of their day, like ideally everybody, but if more people took time out of their day to check up on somebody or to stop by somebody's house and have a few organic laughs that aren't caught up between lagging TV or a lagging phone or, or anything of that nature. Like if you step out and have those organic conversations, you feel the vibrations and you feel the moments and you feel all of those different things, like, like, wouldn't that have like a positive impact on both parties? Me and you. But a lot of people aren't thinking about it in that capacity. And that is a hindrance for a community of people that were lost for so long and only had like, like we have our things. But bruh, like how many of our things have the world like taken and, and did what they want with? How many things that are ours we can't necessarily use as ours because they've been integrated into the world in a capacity in which is like, yeah, share culture. But but like when I share my French fries, like you don't just grab my fries. You ask me and I give you fries or I offer fries. And we don't have that privilege of asking or offering. You feel me? So, like, with so many things being taken away from us in that capacity, like, bro, we need to, like, cherish those moments of, like, getting together and sitting in the living room and coming up with a game plan versus, like, sending out a group text. But so many things could be, like, mixed up and misconstrued. Like, there's so many things we're missing out on. And, and there's so many people that are, like, literally just miserable at home. And you're okay with it because they posted their status. And you don't have to worry about it. Like, we need to care about each other. Like, the one thing us as black people specialize in is empathy. 
even if it's a little bit, and even if we don't have it with the people within our community, we have it somewhere. So if we if we have empathy, and if that's natural to us, then we need to capitalize on empathy. And I don't mean that monetarily. I mean that in just like a life way. Let's do that, right? But that's that's my opinion on social media. Like I said, that was probably gonna be the last um, the last part of this episode in regards to the like the conversation. And I do want I want us to get together and have that conversation collectively because I feel like it's a it's a good conversation to have and it's a conversation started because I don't think a lot of us think about that. Like it's like I said, it's like somebody putting something in the water. Like you drink the water anyway. You ain't gonna think about it. And bottled water is an option. You feel me? Like we have options to create resources. Like so many positive things have come from social media. Like, yeah, you got your hashtags and yeah, you can promote your businesses. And yeah, you have people, you know, making so much money off the internet. Like, yeah, you have all of those things. You have resources for creativity and you have resources to express and expand your creativity. And that's really dope. But what are we losing? Like, I think we need to talk about creating balance in that. But thank you. All right. And it's the end of the year. It's about to be a new decade, a new you. I know it is. And I know you got so many things you want to do. But take some time and reflect on yourself and reflect on the last 10 years. And not necessarily what you want to change, but how much you've changed. Like, take some time to sit back and digest how much you fucking grown. Because in 2010, I had a perm and I was walking Canyon Springs grounds, bruh. 2010. But 2020, my hair nappy in a good way. And I'm grown. And I got kids. And I've worked a lot. And I've been tired a lot. But I've also smiled a lot. And I know a lot of dope people. And I met a lot of my best friends in this last 10 years. So it's like, take some time. Sit back, reflect on it. And, you know, we're going to have more episodes before the new year, of course. But, like, every episode, I'm I'm just kind of like, I want to remind you to remind yourself, like, you really have done a lot. And you've been dope as fuck. And, like, we we black. We black and we still been dope as fuck. All we ever been taught is not being dope or overcoming the ugliest shit. And we do that and we still dope. And it's been 10 years. Congratulations to you. I love you. You love you. We love you. Dope. All right. And before I let y'all go, I do want to give like an idea of what the next episode is going to be. And I really want to do this. And this is really the intention. It might change because shit, I'm a Pisces and shit changes all the time. And I'm decisive. And all y'all know this. But um, the next episode, I kind of want to do like a music episode because anybody who knows me knows like I'm like low key, like a uh, inexperienced hip hop head. But I also just like like music in general. Like I like making music and shit like that. So I, I want to do that. I might like bring somebody in to talk or try to. We'll figure it out. But I think that's what we're going to do next. And I want to like figure out a, a unique way to do it, a more immersive way to do it. So, uh. Thank you guys for joining. Uh, next week, we are going to have a black business to shout out. I didn't have one this week, but next week I'll have one. I'll make sure. But 
Thank you guys for joining. I love y'all. I love y'all for listening. I love y'all for supporting. And thank y'all for helping this podcast grow because it is. It really is. But thank you.